Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, let's get to headlines. You guys talked about this a little earlier. The long-awaited announcement of Lionel Messi to Inter-Miami is complete. In a rain-soaked presentation, the seven-time Ballon d'Or winner and recent World Cup champion was introduced to a sold-out DRV stadium. Messi signed a two-and-a-half-year contract with a player option for the 2026 season. Messi and Sergio Busquets are scheduled to make their first appearance with Inter-Miami on Friday when the, club, when the club hosts Club Azul in the opening round of League's Cup. And in some MLS-related Serie A news today, Tati Castellanos is undergoing his medical this morning ahead of a reported $17 million transfer to Lazio. The Rome-based club has reportedly agreed to sign him on a five-year deal. I knew you'd like that, Alexis. The 24-year-old Argentinian scored 13 goals on loan with La Liga side Girona last season, including a memorable four-goal showing against Real Madrid. That was crazy. And staying in Serie A, Inter Milan has put an end on their pursuit of Rome. Romelu Lukaku in a surprising U-turn. Chelsea reportedly agreed to a deal for $39 million transfer, but Inter pulled out of the negotiations after Lukaku's representatives entertained other offers from Juventus and AC Milan. Inter has moved on from Lukaku and is reportedly eyeing an American striker option. According to multiple reports, U.S. men's national team forward Flo Balogun has emerged as a top transfer target for Inter, which is looking to fill the void at striker after the departure of Edin Jekko and Lukaku. Arsenal is reportedly looking, uh, seeking $65 million for the 22-year-old. And the American invasion of Serie A has already seen Christian Pulisic, or Pulisic, whichever you prefer now, and Tim Weah make moves to Italy. And we could see another U.S. men's national team starter heading that way along with Balogun. Young midfielder Yunus Musa is back on AC Milan's radar with multiple reports stating Milan has revived their interest in the 20-year-old midfielder. Milan had moved on from Musa but is reportedly back 
in for the Valencia midfielder and according to Gazette Odello, is ready to offer a package worth up to $22 million for Musa. So Alexis, do you like the idea of Balogun to Inter and Musa to Milan? What do you think? Right, listen, whatever gets them more playing time, for sure. And I think when you are Yunus Musa and you've had the, the seasons he's had and you've had the international play that he's had, you want to see him be able to step up. And I think we would all agree that this is a step up for him, no? For Musa. Yes, for yeah. Yunus Musa. Absolutely. Yeah. And mm. uh, playing, just playing, playing, cha playing Champions League and perhaps in a position that's even more similar to the position that he would play on the men's national team because uh, Valencia, he was a little bit like all, he was all, all, all over. All over yeah, the sometimes, the, sometimes centrally, sometimes out wide. It depended on the formation. I like this move for Yunus Musa because it reminds me of when AC Milan had Frank Kessie. And yes, am I saying that Yunus Musa is Frank Kessie? Mm, not so much, but I think the playing profile in AC Milan that lacked that dynamic midfielder, almost a number eight, I think he could be their deep-lying playmaker. They lost the likes of Sandro Tonali. I think he will have high expectations going into that Milan midfield, but it's a big step up for him. And you expect that he won't be in a relegation battle, which will be a little bit less pressure mm -hmm. on him. It'll yeah. give him an opportunity to play and develop as a player as opposed to, you know, risking a little bit to try to save the team. It's pressure in a different way, isn't it? Because obviously Milan reigned the champions two years ago in Italy, fell short in the league last season but to play Champions League football and to join Christian Pulisic as well. Yeah. A bit of an American takeover at Milan. Pretty much. I mean, the owner's also American, so it really was an American takeover. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think this is a good opportunity for him. He's surrounded by better players. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more of a spotlight on him, and I think we're really going to get to see. You know, he impressed a lot in the World Cup. I had My Arsenal yeah. group chat was like, yo, who is this guy? I'm like, yo, he's Hale End. He's one of us, yeah. you know, and now all now, over the world. I, there, I, I think I said this already. There were Argentine journalists coming up to me saying the trio in the midfield for the United States was the best of the group stage. Yeah. Like they were like trying to challenge me to find a better trio. It was Mm. I don't know. Really? I, you that's think that, yeah. th that trio was the best in the group? They, they, I think it's probably their you have different news, they, Bobby. It You're English. Their, it was their performance in so England. I don't that did agree. It. That's how yeah. they, they the managed that ball. It wasn't our best yeah. game, okay? But uh, game, that's what I wouldn't say they were the best trio in the midfield. Right. In the group stage. Right. Poppy's newspaper said England won the World Cup, so she gets different news than we do. Uh, guess what? We're saved by the bell because it's time to go to break. Susanna and Charlie are going to join us from Washington, yes. D.C. after the break. It's the all-star game. We miss them in studio, but look at them thriving in Washington. We're going to catch up with A little bit of dancing, a little bit of flexing. Let's go! eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. Turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. 
Welcome back to Morning Footy. Well, the MLS All-Star match is coming up this week, so that's why the OGs aren't here. Uh, Susanna Collins. Uh, what, what is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? I forgot that Alexis and Nico were still with us. Let's <laughs> over to the wow. Just kidding, guys. Half of the OGs, let me yes. correct myself, are over in Washington, D.C. Susanna, save me. How's it going over there? Oh, Poppy, I miss you. I feel like I haven't seen you in like three months. You've been on vacation and now I'm in D.C. One of these days we'll actually be in the same place together. But D.C. is fantastic. Charlie and I are super, super pumped for what's going to be uh, an awesome week here. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a sentimental place for me. So uh, shout out to D.C. and I rocking their cherry This is so kit. sweet. Um, but, yeah, we got we got a lot, a, a heavy schedule. As you can imagine. And tomorrow, I think. Oh, Eddie Pope, Skills, skills Challenge. Skills Challenge is going to be great. But we're going to Arsenal training today and MLS training. We're going to sit down with Flo Balligan, Austin Trusty. We've got uh, Hani Mukhtar, Christian Benteke. Yeah, it, it, this is it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, Charlie, are you wearing platforms? What's going on? <laughs> when did you get taller than Susanna, bro? <laughs> We're on a little bit of an Su incline. Susanna's always in platforms. <laughs> you don't give me the credit. What do you think? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little guy? <laughs> I'm saying I sit next to you, bro. This is wild. He's oh, got the, 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 the soles of his shoes are about this thick. He's wearing wedges. Say, uh, a shout, shout, out, shout out to the attacking third because um, today you make your debut. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of this group of women to come together to support the game and break it down. So... Uh, big, big congratulations and best of luck today because we're all rooting for you guys. Well said, Chuck. You guys are going to do it. We're proud of you. Yeah, it's, uh, totally, totally extend that sentiment as well, Charlie. But as we look at the skills competition, it's something that we all grew up with as MLS fans. What can MLS fans expect from this year's skills competition, especially going up against the mighty Arsenal? Well, I mean... <laughs> You got to bring it because Odegaard, Kai Havertz, even got Balogun and Niketia. Uh I think Jorginho is low-key going to be one of the stars of the all, uh, skills challenge. But for MLS All-Stars, I'm really looking at Hani Mukhtar. Oh, impressed last year. he's a hero last what, year. I didn't know what he had all those tricks in, in his bag. It's, so it, that's a, a player I'm looking forward to. And we've, we've been around the skills challenge before. And my favorite part about the skills challenge is how competitive it gets. Like, it starts out and everyone's kind of low-key. Yeah, like, oh, cool. you know, we're just having fun. And then all of a sudden the game faces come on. And it's like these guys want to win. And I, I might add for, for Nico in there, Thiago Almada is in this competition. Hmm. This is possibly be his last all-star uh, selection before he's gone to, to Europe because this kid's got it all. I got to call the game against uh, the New England Revolution midweek uh, last week and he was a star. I think he was, mm -hmm. he's just so gifted in those tight spaces, obviously free kicks, extraordinaire, but in this competition, look for him to show out. And Lucho Acosta, Lucho Acosta, Man, one to watch for sure. The, the Argentine playmakers in this league, and you guys just keep naming them, there's a Messi coming to the league. The number 10s from Argentina in MLS is absolutely crazy. But I want to know about our playmaker. Chuck, you think, honestly, right now, from cold turkey to back on the pitch, you could hold your own in the skills challenge? No, I need I need some training. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't try that, Nico. You know better. It, 
once you're out of rhythm, that, yeah, you know, your class is permanent, but no, with these guys, it's gonna take some time. I mean, it's pretty difficult from the, the stuff that they need to do. I, I remember one of the crossbar challenges, they yeah. kept on going, they, they have to shoot from, from far away. Yeah, I, one of my favorite competitions That's is you. goalie. It's hard. Yeah, what are some of the competitions, oh. actually? I feel like I don't goalie know enough about what we can expect. What's the best one? I want to know what you guys think in terms of... The best... What's your favorite event? My favorite event is probably the crossing and finishing. Also the first touch. The first touch is really good. I think... So they usually end the skills challenge with the crossbar. And at that point, like, the scores can be super close and the teams can accumulate a lot of points. So I feel like the crossbar challenge is always really dramatic mm -hmm. because, like, if they make one from halfway, like, they get a ton of points and can win it. So I feel like I love the crossbar challenge just because, like, it. I feel like that's the one that decides it well, usually. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of pressure and the yeah. excitement, and we've seen Nani hit that crossbar. We've seen <laughs> Hadi Mukhtar, yeah. and you, you could tell that they're all into it because the way they celebrate, it means a lot to them to win this competition. Oh, yeah. And so against Arsenal, you know, they're, gonna be, they're going to be going for mm -hmm. it. That's your two loves, Charlie. Arsenal and Major League Soccer. So who is going to win in this game? Yeah. Let's hear it. Don't do this to him. Don't do this to Chuck. You know what? I just want to see a good game. I just want to see a good competition. When did he go political? You can't answer that, Charlie. Take his mic. Is it from Is he running for office? Because you in D.C. This is always the kicker, guys. Remember, Arsenal are come. This is preseason for them. So who are you putting your money on? If for you MLS had your players, money back, this is who would you put it on? So if if I'm gonna put, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on MLS because everyone's in form, they're fit, they're in a good rhythm. Whereas Arsenal's still trying to trying to figure it out, trying to get up to speed. So I'm I'm always gonna go with the, t uh, the team that's been playing for a while and and oh. have a match. <laughs> I know. All right, right Char Charlie. Last for me. You're a Boston area guy, New England through and through, but you're going back to your old stomping ground in Chocolate City, Washington, D.C. What does it mean for you as a former player? What? Is it you never heard that, Chocolate City? Never. Yeah, it is. Damn, Chocolate wow. City. I'm, hey, you know, know, you, know. <laughs> you know, you know. But, Charlie, as a former player of D.C. United, what does it mean being back at Audi Field, taking in this MLS All-Star game? Because the games were not played there when you were playing, No. No, this is a special place. I mean, there, there's a lot that goes into it. I, I was involved in a serious car accident here in 2009. Uh, I saw the support from the fans here in the city to come back to play in D.C. with, you know, a, a number of the people who saved my life at the Washington Hospital Center here in Washington, D.C. And, and those same doctors came to my first match where I scored a brace against the Columbus crew. It was a magical season. It was a, re a rebirth for me, a, a different type of person, a different type of perspective. So to come here, uh, this city means so much to me. This club means a lot to me. Um, I I'm, I'm grateful. Whenever I come back to the city, it's all love. So it, it means a lot, uh, Lahoud. And, and every time I come here, I, I, have, I have deep feels. Aww. So. I love that, Chuck. A full circle moment. You get to enjoy it with Susie and uh, hopefully... The MLS All-Stars beating your Gunners. I can't believe that you even said that. Ouch, Charlie. That's the last time you're going to England to support Arsenal. We're sending just Alexis now. I've made the decision. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Susanna, Charlie, thanks so much. Enjoy DC. We'll see you soon. Tell Balogun I said hi. We'll try thanks, and hold guys. it down here we'll with half of the OGs and the other half in uh, 
DC. What do you think? Jenny's yeah, not luck. here either, so <laughs> mm -hmm. we are outnumbered. Yeah, none of the OGs are here. No, huh? none of no, them. You lost a couple yeah. points. Oh, my hold, holding it down today. for one. I told OG. you. I told you. <laughs> That's Stay a center with back. Us, uh, <laughs> One of the OGs, Nico, is going to bring us the Golassos from the weekend so far. The top 10, they're on the way next. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome back to Morning Footy. We saw plenty of good goals at this past weekend, but we're going to show you the top 10 with the glassos of the weekend, Nico. Take it away for us. Best part of Monday. Is it? And on the research team, Manuel always has to do some digging. Starting with River's own Nico de la Cruz, also known as Nico de la Cruz. Wow. For the River fans, the Uruguayan putting a cherry on top of River's championship clinching win against Estudiantes. We can't even hear you cry. Incredible. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm a very objective journalist. <laughs> Number nine, Leo Di Placido, an Argentine right back playing in Brazil for Botafogo. Ooh, incredible goal. This is terrible defending, though. Just that sort of technique to hit it on the strike. The ball pops up, but keep an eye on how he hits it. Just gets it to just slam into that far post. I love it. Bragantino having a good season, too. They lost 2-0 against Botafogo Bragantino. Golazo number eight is El Brujo doing dark art scoring again. Jose Martinez. I loved this goal. This is I a defensive midfield. I know you did. That's why I loved it. Former Philadelphia Union player right here. Love it. That's a defensive midfielder for club and country looking like an out-and-out -out attacker. How Full is, volley. Class finish. How is Gabi Pereira's uh, cut up and assist not part of the Golazo of the Week? I'll be upset. Manu, we got to talk. We keep it in Major League Soccer. Edward Leuven. Another free kick from him. Boom! Jeez. To beat Drake Callender against Inter Miami. That's a 3-0 thump. You didn't even need a wall. This was going in no matter what. Edvard Lovin, he is one of the best set-piece specialists in Major League Soccer. Does not get enough credit for what he, and I don't think St. Louis City are not getting enough credit for what they're doing. The wall was set up a little bit tricky. San Antonio, look at this. Against Ow. Sunderland. Ooh. How do you? Oh. What? San, shouts to San Antonio FC. Um, I did a crossbar challenge on their pitch, which was really yeah? dope. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how did you, you do? That's terrible. That's my neck of the woods, actually. I live in San Antonio, and do that you? is definitely a golasso to do that against the likes of Sunderland. Incredible. That's puffy tacos. PC mm -hmm. for San Antonio FC. They lost 3-1 to Sunderland. Talking about Argentine playmaker, here's Bebelo Reynoso with a combination and the finish. That was smooth as silk. They, Minnesota was begging to have this guy back. And now that he's back, he is making his presence felt. Look at that run. They look like a completely different team with him in there. This is what they couldn't do before. They'd get into the opposing half, and then it would fall apart. But when you have a clever attacking midfielder who's not just a gifted passer, he be, is becoming a very credible goal scorer in this league. We keep it with Argentine playmakers, specifically those born in the city of Cordoba. Lucas. 
Acelerajan from distance. Jeez. Got a brace in this game in the 3-2 win for Portland. I mean, put his foot through it. The power of Armenia. <laughs> uh, I'm really just trying to upset you, Nico. Uh, incredible goal. You know, shielded himself a little bit and the shot with the uh, defender. Beautiful. I like the other one, actually. It was pretty good, but that one was saucy as well. Gaston Togni for defensa y justicia. Jeez. These are the type of strikes that I love. When he gets it here, keep an eye on me. He picks his head up. He knows the goalkeeper is just a bit off his line. But the technique to get that to go up and over, that is something that you cannot teach. That is a sweet strike there, and that is a golazo. That also looks like a dog track, bro. What are they, covering up graffiti on that pitch? That's the Argentina top flight 2-2 between them and Godoy Cruz. And how about this for Brenner? This is in Peru, Sporting Cristal's Brenner against Carlos Manucci. Making it 3-2, it's the winner in the 97th minute. What a golazo. For the 97th minute, to so, give up a goal like mm. that, completely turning your keeper, almost flipping him upside down. This is incredible. And this is a former Boca Juniors player, Gonzalo Maroni, playing for San Lorenzo against Belgrano. At Belgrano, this crazy run. How about this and the finish? Oof. And that's recognition of where the space is. When he slaloms through the midfield, it's one thing that's excellent in just itself. It almost looks like the back line doesn't expect him to shoot from there. Recognizes that the near post is open, and he goes for placement, not power, and places it in for an excellent finish. It's a four on two. <laughs> Somebody take this dude out. Yeah, not bad. Hold up, I want to count. One. He's Two. counting the Argentinians. Again? Three. No oh, more. Geez. No more, Nico. Five, five Argentines wow. in the top yeah. ten. Which was your favorite, very quickly? Ooh. Uh, Gabby Pereira's uh, Cruyff turn to assist to Jason. I, I it said, didn't make the top ten, but it should have. <laughs> mine? Alexis is only interested if it's NYCFC. Brujo's scoring. finish. Just because of that. Stop Brujo's finish. Just because. You saw all those other goals, and that's just, the one you're going to bring Alexis, up? just because of what happened last time. In Philadelphia, El Brujo had two candlesticks to give to the NYCFC fan. <laughs> Got a red card. Um, it's entertaining. Well, if you could do better, send us your golassos on Twitter using the hashtag MorningFootyGolassos. Uh, Alexis, why don't you send us one? Uh, I will, from now on. <laughs> on I'll Thursday. send it directly to Manu's email. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday night yeah. in uh, Rec Soccer. I want to see you on there next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't worry, everybody. We're going to talk more about Nico's favorite thing, Argentine football, and his favorite <laughs> team, River. Mm. who won the title. We're mm. going to discuss that next here on Morning Footy. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Oh, how about those scenes? River's latest title is their 38th league championship, extending their record to, sorry, Nico, three now ahead of Boca, who won their 35th league title a year ago, but are sitting mm. in a disappointing eighth place in the Argentine league. The Buenos Aires side, though, won their 38th Argentine league title, rolling over Estudiantes with a 3-1 win. They could have won in a number of different ways, had results gone their way, but the game was pretty much wrapped up in the yeah. first half and then it was just pure celebration, wasn't it, after that? Absolutely, and let's be honest, it was a deserved championship for River. They were 
far and beyond the best team in Argentina. There were a couple of other suitors, but nobody at the consistent level that River showed throughout the entire season. It's credit to a lot of the players. I think they found the goal scorer and Fernando Beltran, excuse me, Lucas Beltran. Um, but Ezequiel Barco, who came from MLS, I think found his best form. Nico de la Cruz as well, scoring this goal right here, but in the midfield as well. And so Perez Aliendro, Leandro Gonzalez Pires, former Atlanta United MLS Cup champ and Inter Miami player, uh, really had a very strong season for River and it was kind of a redemption season for him because he didn't have such a glorious past with River and in the post Marcelo Gallardo era, uh, Martin de Michelis, you see him there. Listen, he was a manager formed in Germany mm. with Bayern Munich and he could have easily have pursued his coaching career through European means and he decided to go to River to take on the era post the most successful period in River's history and it's usually not that easy to turn things around as quick as River did and they mm -hmm. turned it around quick. What, is, what does that mean for Di Michelis now? Because we've yeah. seen River be a stepping stone to European opportunities for coaches. So, De Michelis right now has uh, Copa Libertadores to deal with, with with River. They also have a Super Cup, which they're gonna play against Tajeres in a couple of days. Um, so, he's, for the near future, he's gonna stay at River. Let's see how they do in, in Copa Libertadores. So, you guys understand how the Argentine League works. In fact, there's actually two match days left in Argentina, so the league is still happening at the same time. That's why none of these games were played simultaneously. River clinched. So they'll be able to play their subs in their B team in the next couple of league games, really put that focus on, on Copa Libertadores. And then there's like a league cup that starts in late August, early September, I believe, which has nothing to do with the league. It's kind of like a league format at the beginning and then there's a knockout stage. So it's kind of strange. Argentina's a little bit like that. But that's why Boca so, is the most winningest domestic mm. Club in Argentina, right? No, right they have now. 44 the, domestic titles. The, 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 correct. If yeah. you consider, right. If you consider the cups and everything mm. surrounding that, yeah, Boca has more titles, but if you consider all of the trophies combined, Boca is still the most winning team yeah, most, in, in, in Argentina. But most league titles, believe it has won. to say that. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I've got to give you your Boca pedestal to yeah. go on, as any good fan would. What does Boca have to do? Because an Argentine Primera has too good a river and a Boca and everyone else, but what does Boca have to do to get back in the conversation and back in contention? Go to the market and find uh, reinforcements for your squad to build a competitive team, and they've already done so. They haven't been A-list. Um, I don't know if Boca at this moment can convince somebody that's A-list to come play f for Boca, but so far they've found a couple of, of, of young guys in, in Argentina to kind of solidify the team, give, give attacking options, but right now it's a, a new part of the season starts for all the Argentines in Copa Libertadores, even in Copa Sudamericana, which is the second tier uh, continental Europa. competition. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, right now, all the focus for these Argentine teams shifts to uh, Copa Libertadores, and maybe finally that can give Argentinian teams the edge in Copa Libertadores over the Brazilian teams that for the last three, four Copa Libertadores have yeah. been so overly dominant. No Argentinian so, team so has been able to... do you favor 
then in that competition? In the Copa Libertadores yeah. over, over anybody? Like, how do you think they'll fare? The thing is that forward? River, to get to the final, most likely their path will be a Brazilian, a Brazilian, mm -hmm. a Brazilian, the and hopefully oh. Boca. But, uh, <laughs> or, or a Brazilian in the final. And to go through four top Brazilian teams in the Copa Libertadores yeah. would be possibly the most difficult run in Copa Libertadores history, going through four Brazilians. They have to face Inter of Porto Alegre that has new players, like Ener Valencia, for example, that's coming off of an incredible season in Turkey with Fenerbahce. Yeah. And then Atletico Paranaense, who, funny enough, just got Arturo Vidal from Flamengo. Still playing. Yeah, he, he left Flamengo, smashed Sampaoli, by the way. Yeah. Killed him um, in, in post-match <laughs> declaratory <laughs> interviews. I'm off. Um, we, we are in Genève now, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. It, it, it'll be very difficult. Yeah. I don't know if River can get it done, but River obviously has a knack for Copa Libertadores as of late. So, perhaps, yeah. but it, something tells me that it's going to be a Brazilian winner again. Well, they're the champs. Aren't they, River, right now? Sorry, Nico, I know that was hard for you to talk about. No, no, it's okay. They deserve credit where credit is due. Okay, but thank good. you for putting the ball down. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, we were told to ask you, so you yeah, yeah. going to join us after this short break. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Hi, welcome back to Morning Footy. The messy chicken sandwich is now available at the Hard Rock Cafe and the Times Square location will be hosting a viewing party for Messi's debut this Friday. I can't stop laughing at this Photoshop. This isn't real, is it? He wasn't really in the No, Hard that Rock was him, Cafe. baby. <laughs> no. I didn't know. He's cooking it up at the Hard Rock. Look at that. The messy chicken sandwich. It looks quite tasty. Let's see mm. if it is in real life because they've been kind enough to actually Ooh. send us some. Okay. Mm. Boys, thank you so much. Let's Billy go. went and got them for us wow. this morning. Thanks, go. guys. Oh, y'all couldn't give me wow. the real house oh, messy bucket, okay. hey? Wow. Oh, they gave Look you at this. Can I get some? Wow. No, there's a thing here. Have one of these. Oh, give me, yeah, yeah. I think we're more excited Can someone about get the hot sauce oh, from the dressing room? The, 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 the mega hot sauce, because... Ivis is bringing it for Ooh. you. For those of you, if you don't know, this has uh, herbed aioli, Milanese-style uh, uh, chicken breast, which is pounded thin. What type of cheese? Provolone. Provolone. That's, Provolone. That's a big one. That's yeah, a big provoleta. One. It's very, provoleta is usually in yeah. Argentine barbecues. You have like a hot skillet and they put a provolone, like a block of provolone cheese and it melts. It's so big. And you, and you two, cut it up. There's two. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and milanese and chicken up. milanese is a very iconic of Argentine. You're looking like a dose right okay, now, bro. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's, let's stop the hat. I know let's, you can't. Yeah, we all got to do it at the same time. All right. Do we have to? Though? Yes, come on. No, oh, right. Hurry up. We're almost oh, out there. Exactly. Hurry up. Here we go. Take the toothpick out of yours, by the way. Okay. Oof. Jeez. Oh, man. All right. I'm fame. You went for a big bite there, Michael. I'm it's actually not bad. I'm, I'm a big chicken sandwich fan. <laughs> this is good. That's very I like good. it. Michelle, do you want to come in and try some with us? Go and have a bite. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, what do you think, Nico? Rating out of 10. So it's more of a chicken sandwich than anything. Other than I was, I had the Milanesa concept mm. in my mind. Try the chicken by itself. They actually got the seasoning pretty close. I would say it's definitely Italian breading. The big thing, the herb aioli. That's what gets me. Mm. I, I'm a big aioli fan. It's not bad. I really like it. It's not it. bad. If Nico says it's not bad, that means it's, it's not good. bad, but it's not, it doesn't scream Argentina to me. Mm. 
It screams you know? Leo Messi to me. Does it? This is what <laughs> I, when I think it. of Leo Messi, I'm now going to think of this sandwich. Me too. Mm. But also, can we talk about how significant this is? Messi has made America care about soccer. There's going to be a watch party for his debut at Hard Rock Square? Cafe. In Times Square. That's huge. In, in Times Square. Square. Wow. Yeah. The Hard Rock Cafe Potential in Times Square. Potential debut coming. Thank yeah. you so much, by the way, for sending sauce. us mm. these sandwiches and Billy yeah, for dope. picking them up and bringing them. This is nice. Nico. I'm keeping this done. I have my girlfriend thinks I have too many bucket hats, but the Argentine in me says absolutely not. No. Yeah. Is that going to be your new favorite? I think so. I didn't. You know my think rule when it comes to bucket hat kind of guy. When it comes to Argentine hot sauce on this. Yeah, I actually yeah. need hotter sauce than this. But. <laughs> this is so American. Messi yeah. would be disappointed. The hot, the hot sauce, as you know, is <laughs> probably not very Argentine. No, no. that's the, the last thing Argentinians would do is Can add Americans hot sauce. Can Americans eat anything without hot yeah. sauce on? Huh? Is the question. You, you, you guys, you're English. Bit? You guys don't like flavor. Yeah. You're allergic to it. Just take another bite. I'm going on ham. Everything. Mm. Well, you know what? I enjoyed it. It's not, it's not bad. Are you going to finish bad. it? Mm. I'm going to, yeah, but okay. I'm not right now. I'm not going to pig out in front last of the camera. Last thing, ratings, boys? Alexis? I'm sure I'm supposed to say 10 because it's messy, but no, I'll say it's a... Give us an honest one. Give it a 7. From, from a 1 seven. to a 15, it's a 10. <laughs> yes. I'm saying if Michael, I... Michael, last word? I'm trying to get this herbeoli off my mustache, but... I'm saying a solid eight. Okay. okay. Wow. Eight, Decent yeah. ratings all around. The messy chicken sandwich now available at the Hard Rock Cafe. Some news of our own, though. If you're just joining us, the attacking third will debut today at 4 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you join Jenny and the crew on the Glasso Network and Pluto TV and CBS Sports. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.